welcome to Switchbacks, a travel podcast where we reflect on our year visiting all 59 U.S. national parks. Whether you're planning to visit your very first park or you bleed gray and green, we're here to share our insights on exploring, understanding, and loving America's best idea. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're sharing a very awesome interview with Case and Madison of OurV.com, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Hey guys, hope you're having a good week so far. Um, it's Elizabeth. Cole is so busy, so he will not be joining me for the first part of this podcast, which is okay. Um, he's busy at school and meetings and all sorts of business stuff. Um, but anyway, we're super excited to have you guys here today. Um, we have an awesome interview for you. We interviewed... Case and Madison of OurV.com and RV Adventures on Instagram. If you are fans of us, you probably are fans of them as well and maybe even more fans of them because they're awesome. Their photography is really good. They um, have an adventure kitty. They took off last April on a trip very similar to ours. They are visiting all 59 national parks in the span of a little over a year, I believe. Um, And they are expecting a baby in about a month. So it's super exciting and they're going to continue traveling. So in our interview with them, we are talking about everything from the decision to, you know, take the leap and, and travel to the national parks. Um, everything from that decision to the decision to keep traveling with the baby on board and then everything in between some of their favorite moments which really lined up with ours um, in a lot of ways and also some you know mishaps along the way but before we start the interview really quickly I just want to share that we are next week in our podcast we will be kicking off a series about budgeting for the national parks Um, So how to save enough money to travel in general, plus specifically within the national parks, how to kind of navigate um, the travel expenses that you'll come across. Um, So things like camping and lodging and um, activities and all sorts of things, weighing weighing the options. So we'll we'll be doing at least three podcasts about how we navigated the travel expenses within the national parks. So if you guys have any questions specifically about money and maybe how we managed to, you know, spend about twenty-two to $23,000 for both of us for the entire year, most uh, about a third of that was Alaska, <laughs> just so you know. Um, but if you have any questions about how we managed to pull that off, um, email us at switchbackkids at gmail.com or you can leave a leave um, a comment on our blog post at switchbackkids.com and if you have um, yeah we would love to answer that on the podcast for uh, in the next couple of weeks so get those questions in and hopefully we'll be able to share a little bit more about our experiences with money so without any further ado I would like to introduce you to Case and Madison of RV.com. Enjoy the enjoy the interview, guys. 
Thanks. So we are here with Case and Madison from RV. Is that how you pronounce it? Is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you nailed it. Good job. <laughs> we were debating for a while, like actually for months <laughs> when we first uh, saw you guys on social media. Um, That's okay. It's, yeah, it's a tricky one. Not very many people get it, so uh, don't feel bad. <laughs> O-U-R-V-I-E dot com, R-V, mm-hmm. or at R-V at anywhere. Um, so yeah, we're just really excited to meet with, uh, talk with you guys. We have been following you, like we said, uh, from the time we kind of saw you enter the National Park's <laughs> Traveler's World. Um yeah. It's a crazy world, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's where we live. So yeah, so we're super excited to talk to you guys today, and it's it's uh, um, great to have you guys on. So first, just start by telling us a little bit about you guys and a little bit about your trip, and of course your cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. So I guess um, so. I'm Madison, and my husband is Case. We've been married for. Um, it'll be three years this August, and um, we graduated college April of last year, 2016, and it was probably about a year and a half before we graduated. We um, were already married, and we came up with this um, kind of like graduation trip idea, and we had this... That's how it started. This is how it kind of all started, Mm -hmm. and we had this dream to... After we graduated, we were going to go on like an extended road trip and visit all of our favorite places and go to new places and kind Get of... up a few national parks. Yeah, and it kind <laughs> of would be like more focused on the national parks just because um, those are some of our nation's like most epic places. And so we were kind of like planning this little trip in our minds. And then one day we were driving and um, Case saw this little... Um, Toyota mini motorhome drive by on the freeway and he was like well we like, drove by it because they all drive slow well, yeah, they drive <laughs> and the case was like what is that that is the coolest thing ever and he kind of has like a little mini obsession with Toyota trucks like pickups and the fact that this one had a house on the back was just like the most perfect thing ever and so we started researching them and um they're really cool and I don't know, Case can tell you more about, like, why we chose this vehicle because we actually, like, ended up searching Craigslist probably for about two weeks after the first time we saw one of them on the freeway, Mm -hmm. and we just went for it, and we bought one, (laughs) and we planned on um, taking our little road trip in that, but then everything kind of exploded into this whole thing, so. Well, we found out, we found out that it was the 100-year anniversary of the National Parks, Mm -hmm. and so... Um, we naturally had to get to all of them. So we're like, "Well, crap! It's the it's the anniversary. Let's let's see if we can get them all." And uh, and as you can imagine, it just kind of blew up from from there. So. Yeah, I was gonna ask what what um, I guess that's what made the shift mostly from you know just some of the national parks to all of them because that's a big commitment. Like we know firsthand that that's it's more than just. It's it's takes much more dedication and money and planning than just yeah. you know we'll hit There's some certain. of them. And yeah. did you realize how much what it meant? Because we sure didn't when we said, "Oh, it sounds like a good idea to go to all the parks." Yeah. No. We Actually, had, we, had no we were totally naive to that, yeah. and we feel kind of I don't know a little bit, especially Alaska. Alaska right. was yeah. the biggest like 
holy smokes, this is not easy. <laughs> yeah, and I think like when you have your rig and you know, like it's like your little mini house and you kind of think to yourself like, well, we're, we're, we have solar panels and we have, um, we can just fill up water wherever and everything's free. All we need to do is buy food and gas. Like this is going to be the cheapest trip ever, you know? Mm -hmm. And like we just bought one $80 national park pass that gets us into all the parks for a whole year. And so it's like, that's like the ch cheapest vacation ever, right? And so I think we were a little bit naive as to like, I don't know what it would actually take. And, and we tried to calculate. We, tr we had all these spreadsheets of how much gas would cost and monthly food budgets. And we definitely built in like a pretty big um, budget for repairs and things like that. But I think oh, we, we missed the mark completely with Alaska. Yeah. And, right. and even just repairs too. Like I think living on the road full time for almost a year, I guess it was about 10 months. Um, I don't know. It's pretty hard on the rig and it can get expensive. And, um, I don't know, just certain parks take a lot more getting into them. So, yeah, we had no idea that it was going to be such a crazy undertaking. And I don't know. Yeah. But it's been awesome. But it's been so awesome and obviously so worth it. But you're right. It takes a lot <laughs> of planning, and we probably could have planned a little bit better. But I think Alaska um, was, what, like a third of our whole budget? Oh, right. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, for, you know, for, for one month out of 12, it was a yeah. third of our budget. It's so just getting to, like, I mean, eight national parks and only three of them have roads, really. So exactly. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. So it's like a totally different beast. But I don't know. Definitely. I'm just so glad, like, we decided to do all of the national parks because it's just been so amazing to get such a cool I don't know, picture of just pretty much the whole United States. I feel like we've just gotten to know our country so much better. And had we not had this goal to see all 59, we probably would have skipped some parts and we wouldn't have like found the hidden gems in between and all along the journey, you know. So it was cool that we had that goal and we really stuck with it. So Definitely. So why don't you give us a snapshot of where you are right now on that trip? Right, so we uh, so we're currently at well, fifty two, technically fifty one, because we uh, because of Alaska and because of some engine problems, we uh, missed the last boat to Isle Royal. So um, we've got to get back to Isle Royal and then uh, Florida and then the islands. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it, it was it was kind of a perfect uh, perfect break for us uh, mm -hmm. just because Madison because uh, I mean maybe a lot of people don't know but Madison is pregnant um, Yay. And, Yay. <laughs> yeah, so we were about a month away from baby day and uh, it's been it's been good to kind of have we're back at her her mom's place to spend some time with her mom and that and is where this is in California yeah we're nice. just hanging out in the Bay Area waiting for the baby to come and then We'll launch and um, finish up the last eight or nine. Yeah, Technically eight, not. Eight, eight parks. Eight, eight parks. Yeah. Eight, we'll finish up the last eight parts. Um, With the baby. At, really as soon as possible after the baby. We're planning on going to Hawaii about a month after the baby's born and hitting all those parks. So, yeah, we're going to hit it hard and we're going to finish um, this summer. Probably probably around July we'll have all 59. So cool. That's and, so amazing. And, you know, babies fly free, so why not take her <laughs> everywhere? I know. Exactly. Or, or him. Sorry, I, I know you don't know, right? Yeah, we don't yeah, know. It's a We're surprise. Waiting until 
and yeah, what's Cole, uh Cole's all about the free flying <laughs> no that's yeah you gotta factor that in is that your that's only motivation for having a kid in the future uh, yeah <laughs> well we'll it, talk about it, it helps okay <laughs> anyway it's pretty sweet yeah yeah so, yeah, so we can't get too far without talking about your adventure cat. So can you introduce him to the to the podcast listeners? <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so anyone who knows us knows that we have this crazy little adventure kitty named Vladimir. And we got him, let's see, only a couple months before we left on our trip actually. So he was kind of a last minute addition. We weren't planning on having a pet in the RV for our trip. And I was pretty much very, I was very against it. Yeah. Case was pretty opposed to that idea just because it does make things a little bit more high maintenance and you kind of have to plan around your pet. And um, I don't know, just logistically it's a little tricky, but especially at the national parks, they're pretty strict about it. Right, uh, right. And so it just didn't really seem ideal. But then I don't know what happened. We just kind of had a weak moment. and Finals week. It was finals it week. It was our finals, finals week. And Madison needed a lot more attention than I, than I could provide. So I was like, get the freaking cat. I don't care. We'll do this. So I went online and I found like these kittens that people were giving away for free. Just like whoever wanted to rescue them and so we just drove to that house that night and within yeah like an hour we all of a sudden had a little kitten and we went to Target and got all the stuff for him and he was so cute and we (laughs) knew that we had to give him a really sweet like tough guy name and so because Case and I love all things Russia because we lived there for a couple years um, he had to be named Vladimir Kitten and we knew that not only did he need to have a cool name, but he better be a cool adventure cat because, yeah, he needed to come with us on all our adventures. And so um, it wasn't going to cut it for him to just be a normal kitty. So we pretty much started leash training him immediately and um, taking him out and just taking him really everywhere with us, getting him accustomed to, like, very different situations and he pretty much just rolls with anything now he's yeah, I mean, he's pretty ridiculous he's he's, he's really with funny. Us. He's, yeah tell uh, me what uh what kind of adventures he's gotten up to yeah so yeah he's let's see we've, we've gotten him in kayaks he's he's gone down some some decent sized rapids even mm-hmm. um he's repelled mountain bike he's been mountain biking road biking um then he hikes with us he hikes pretty much Whenever, whenever, especially in the national parks, it's kind of hard because he's not all allowed on most of the trails. But we did a lot of hiking just outside the parks, mm-hmm. which is really fun. And yeah. he hikes uh, until he gets tired, and then he rides on our pack and just kind of scopes things out from above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so r- literally perching on top of the pack. Yeah, yeah. yeah he'll just he'll just kind of <laughs> just chill right there That's and so just amazing. Watch yeah. the birds. I love looking at your – I love seeing the pictures of Vladimir because we we used to have a cat actually who who uh, passed away when we were gone on our trip. We left him with our sister, with my sister. Um, and so Sorry. we – no, yeah, that's okay. We um, – but we we always like to see your pictures because we think like we could have a cat like that. Like we right. tried to make our cat like that, I think. <laughs> no, well, I think uh, I'd never heard of leash training before, but that really makes sense because when I first put a leash on him just to see if he would come outside, 
um, it was, you know, he was a year old maybe, and I had to drag him literally <laughs> out the door because he never went outside. Um, he liked it though. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's definitely a learning curve. But I mean, really, cats can do almost anything that dogs can do. It just takes a little extra patience and training, and I don't know. But it's pretty fun, and there's some cool resources out there for training your cat, and it's. It's freaking hilarious when they actually <laughs> do get accustomed to the leash and people just lose their minds when they see like the things that he does. They just cannot well, he even, believe. He even walks behind us on the trail off the leash. leash. He'll, He'll just, just follow, follow us, us along. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been pretty cool to watch yeah. him just like learn the learn the rules of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. it's pretty That's sweet. Awesome. So, yeah. We'll keep him. He's a good, good kid. <laughs> Were you cat people before this? I was. I grew up with cats and dogs and love all animals. But I definitely was not. Case secretly hates hated cats, and now he's he's chill with it. So he's come a long ways. <laughs> but that's like the exact yeah. same story because I I I was always I was always kind of both. Like I always grew up with like one cat and one dog, and uh-huh. and then I when we first got married, I came home with a cat one day with a little kitten, oh. um, <laughs> and and Cole is totally cat person now. Like we're, we're, we, we're right now we're house sitting. Um, and so we don't really, we can't really get a cat yet, but as soon as we get our own place, we're going to be, uh, for sure adopting a cat. So we're excited. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So soon you'll have the cat, uh, Vladimir. He's traveling with you to the islands too, I, I assume. Well, she, she may come to Isle Royal. I don't know. Cause we're going to be. It's going to get a little uh, more complicated. I don't know. if He, he may or may not come. We haven't made the final decision. But yeah, okay. we, I guess it kind of depends on where we're going to be staying and whether yeah. or not they allow pets. Um, so we're, we'll get to that one later. But Just because it's a little more logistically complex on oh, the islands because sure. we'll have our house with yeah. us, you know, right. so it's... <laughs> But, uh, but we'll figure it yeah. out. We'll see. But we will have the baby, we'll so have the baby. numbers good. will still be three. Good, good. <laughs> That's a good trade. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Still have the major cuteness factor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I know. We really do need to, like, up our cuteness factor. We Either wouldn't survive we without would... the little ones. <laughs> yeah. We need <laughs> babies. <laughs> We, we really lacked that, but uh, that's a different story. <laughs> so, no, you guys are awesome. Your adventures are just as fun. So as married travelers, in close quarters, uh, like, do you have any practical marriage tips for staying married over a huge <laughs> trip like this? I know everybody asked us, how do you not kill each other? Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. I have almost... <laughs> But, I think that's so funny. Like, yeah, yeah. ask that all the time. But honestly, for us, it's just never been an issue whatsoever. Like, we maybe it just takes a certain type of personality or a certain type of relationship. But I feel like I don't know, or maybe it's unhealthy. We love like love being with each other too much. Maybe I'm like a little needy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's but, funny. I remember certain points on on the trip. I would I would look at my my text feed you know, with her. And it was like, literally, I hadn't texted her for months. And because we're always together. Because we're that always was so weird. Yeah, that was, I remember one time we were split up and, and I had to, like, maybe you were getting a red box or something. And I would, you would text me like the choices. So it was something random like that. But it had been the first time. Yeah, in months. Yeah. That's exactly. That's so funny. I think we counted the hours that we were away from each other for the first like, what, 
Three months. Three months, and it was like six hours <laughs> that we were like on separate trails or something. It was very little time. <laughs> uh, yep. Totally. That's we exactly – we can totally relate. But... Did you guys travel at all at the beginning, like before you were married, at the beginning of your relationship? Um, because that – I think that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, sure. we've done some road trips, and um, we went to Thailand together and done a couple bigger trips, I guess, yeah. but – I don't know. But this I, is what this was like our first foray into like mm-hmm. full time life on the road yeah. together twenty four seven. But And I don't know why, like we never ran out of things to talk about. We never got really like bored or yeah. not really mad. I think that part of like living so like in such close quarters, you really have to just, you know, figure out your stuff like if there's an issue or if things are bugging or whatever like there's no place to run and so it's just kind of a cool like little marriage laboratory almost and you right. just have to like I don't know be I know used. our our conflict uh conflict resolution was like on point for that for last year like we solved our problems so so quickly Exactly. And when we couldn't solve them, we had ice cream. Like, it was nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think a part of what, what really helped, too, is we were so kind of united in our in our goals and, like, our, you know, it's like we, we, we just shared this project that we were both working towards and kind of each had our own jobs within the project. And, like, it just made it, we were just a really good team. I think it just, I think it just helped to be kind of, you know, united and with one purpose. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big part of, of why it was easy, you know, to, yeah. to make it work. So I'm curious, what are your roles? What are your jobs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> question. Well, I drive. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've clocked about 35,000 miles in the RV for this one trip. And I drove about 15 of those miles. So <laughs> Case is the driver. <laughs> it's a little scary if I'm driving. Um, and then I and There's am... no cruise control, mind you, so it's... <laughs> that's a, wow, that's, a... that's impressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm like the secretary slash snack maker extraordinaire and, and DJ. And then on the side, when we're not driving, I do like all the photo management and editing and then uploading like to the blog and stuff like that. And then Case would usually, once I get all the photos processed and onto the blog, Case would usually write the blog. Um, and then I, I would write a few, like if we got backed up, like, and we had a bunch to catch up on, I would help him. But he's pretty much like the voice of our trip throughout the parks. He would write about them. And then Madison's um, kind of the, the Instagram. Like, I do Instagram. It's and then, really big role yeah it's kind of a big job just like yeah that's huge but um and then we we tag team it here and there it's it's madison's brainchild yeah and then together we just kind of i don't know plan and decide what kind of adventures we want to do and um together we figure out like all the activities for the parks and do everything together obviously so yeah, those are kind of our different roles. We both cook, and then whoever doesn't cook has to do the dishes because there's not really enough room in the RV. To... <laughs> we only have one set of dishes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have like yeah. two plates, two forks, and everything. But there's not enough room in the RV to really help each other, so we'll just switch off roles with doing that. And then, no, sounds oh, like it I works. I yeah. do the kitty litter box, and Case does the human human poop things and stuff. Nice. those are other roles that we do so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works out important things 
Yeah. <laughs> so everybody always asks us what our favorite parks are, but we don't like that question very much because we love all the parks so much. But what are a few moments in the parks that will always stick with you? Yeah, I wish people would ask that question. Yeah, that's more a way better. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> you guys are good. Because <laughs> you guys know. You yeah, know. we we know. Yeah, uh, totally. For me, um, I would say one of the biggest surprises, probably just because I was just naive and ignorant to the fact of what was there, just Maine was was just, I mean, waiting, waking up to be kind of the first in, in in the United States to see the sunrise was just like a really cool moment up there at Mount Cadillac. And, this is in Cadillac Acadia National Park. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was just super special. I don't know. It felt really cool to be there and I just I don't know. It was a really cool moment for me. Mm-hmm. That's the one been... moment that's like the one moment I always talk about too is Cadillac Mountain. That's awesome. It's a special spot. It I is. think there's something that that you know that I don't know. It's just it's it's cool. I really connected with that place. Mm-hmm. I think there's just so many moments like that where you really are so present and you really kind of so it starts soaking in you and you really start comprehending like the beauty around you and like how amazing everything is and how I don't know blessed we are to live in such cool places and get to travel to these amazing places and usually those moments kind of revolve around like epic sunrises or sunsets or um, another one was we were in Alaska at Wrangell St. Elias and this was also kind of another um, I don't know, I guess you could call it like a sleeper park. Like people don't really talk about it and people don't really even know about it, but it's secretly like one of the coolest places. And so amazing. there are these amazing glaciers in Wrangell St. Elias. And um, one night we had heard that the Aurora Borealis, like the, the lights were lighting up the sky um, just randomly. I don't When was it? Well, we saw it. We, we had no idea. We saw it the night before and just about died right like we just woke up in the middle of the night and all of a sudden like we looked out the window and we just saw like the sky kind of lighting up and we didn't really know what it was at first and then we realized what was happening we're like oh my gosh this is so surreal and so then the, the next, next night, night we, tried to catch it. we set up our tripod and our camera in a little tent and um we woke up in the middle of the night and kept checking to see if they were going off and and then all of a sudden like there it was and we went outside and there, there was this most epic moment when, um, you, you explain it better. Well, it was just, it was just like us two sitting on the edge of this, you know, glacial moraine lake and watching the northern lights over these massive mountains. And then like the glacier would just kind of creep and you'd hear a little bit of rock fall that would go into the lake. And it was just this, just, just epic, epic moment, you know, just to just, it just felt super wild that, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, just very mm-hmm. raw and I don't know, felt good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. You just named, by the way, two of our <laughs> top five parks. I know we say we don't have favorites, but yeah. we definitely like had some favorites. Very special moments <laughs> in those parks too. That's awesome. yeah. Anything that's... else that's memorable? Like any, anything uh, like scary or... Um, funny or disgusting or <laughs> anything else any other random stories that you guys have i feel like we've packed like a i don't know a lifetime full of adventure into about a year right it's, yeah you know with that comes a lot of a lot of really awesome moments like the ones we just talked about but then 
a lot of, of I don't know, intense struggles and problems, you know, because, you know, with, with those epic moments comes, comes kind of harder times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think one of, another big milestone is when our engine blew up in Canada. Um, yeah. It was, it was a pretty, I don't know, it was just emotionally pretty involved and intense and, and just trying to figure out, you know, if, if we were going to, how we were going to figure it out financially, how we were going to figure it out time-wise um, with, with the rest of the parks and, and then just, and then just growing through, you know, hard times with each other and just like with, you know, just being able to help each other be strong and like figure things out and just realize that, okay, this isn't the end of the world. We're both alive, you know, like we can, we can adjust and figure this out. And just to realize that, even though you have these hard things, if you, if you really set your mind to it, you can, you can always solve the problem. You can always, you know, find a way out and, uh, and, it always, and accomplish your goals. And those times always make you really grateful for all the good times, you know, and totally. like all the good things in your life. And so it's that like opposition really that you have to have those kind of gnarly bad moments to be able to really appreciate all the beautiful moments that we've had on the trip and just for our health and like safety and that everything's gone so well so far. Like, I don't know, the engine blowing up was hard, but it's definitely a good kind of perspective well, and we, shift at first we were like oh man we're stuck in this crappy like canadian city where there's like nothing here and then we ended up meeting just like the coolest people like just the coolest family that literally our mechanics family like took us in we slept at their house a couple nights and like they're just so cool and, and it was just like man i'm so glad we got stuck here you know at the end it was just i was like mm-hmm. mad universe you know but and like in the beginning and then at the end i was just like wow I'm, I, we, we should stay another couple of days. <laughs> yeah, the universe is good to us. Yeah. Like everything works for our good in the end. It was it was a cool experience. Yeah, I love that. So maybe why don't you throw out one other part? Because I'm I'm just curious. What's <laughs> uh, has there been anything that really surprised you? You mentioned Wrangle was a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Have there been any like surprising moments or just something where again you you felt, wow, this is, you know, this is what we are doing this for. Yeah. I think for me, probably my, one of my favorite parks that I didn't really see coming was probably um, Rainier in Washington. I just freaking loved it so much. It was, there's literally parts of the park called Paradise and it looked like Paradise. I just couldn't even believe like the beauty that was around us. The Purple Mountain Majesty. Yeah, it literally was Purple Mountain (laughs) Majesty. Crazy. So I think I probably loved that that one the most. And then I would say Case's like secret favorite is probably Big Bend in Texas. Oh my gosh, I love Big Bend. There's just so much adventure to be had there. I mean like in this span of in the span of the three or four days that we were there we you know we went mountain biking we hiked multiple trails and we let's see we went we kayaked up a canyon on the Rio Grande like we so, touched yeah, Mexico yeah. We, like, we went in the hot springs went, yeah went hot springs and just saw epic epic sunsets probably the best sunset of our whole trip was and there. maybe my whole life yeah and and, and, we and saw just great stars the stars yeah. yes Yes. yes. It was just, it was hard to beat. The only downside was I saw probably 20 too many tarantulas than <laughs> I would have liked to see. But other than that, it was 
so epic. And we had just been getting rained on on the East Coast for probably like a month and a half straight. And so when we got to Texas, it was just like, yes, like finally we're dry and warm and the sky is so open and we just, just about died. It was so fun. So, so we yeah, speaking of like the kind of route you took almost, when when in the year did you start and uh, could you give us a just like what sections of the country you hit when? Yeah. So we so we started in April, which by um, the way I would not recommend doing. Like you really should leave probably in January. Well, it's, it, I mean, it, I mean, it just depends. I it's guess, hard because I mean, it, when when you're doing it all in a row, like we did, some parks are gonna get the not ideal time of the year to be there, right? right. There, there's mm-hmm. a lot of overlap um, with the ideal time, uh, and so so some parks just kind of you know get the short end of the yeah. stick, you know, and it's and it's a bummer, and we we feel kind of bad that we like gypped some of these parks. Um, which I think for us, a lot of the parks out east caught that. Um, but kind of our route, we left from Utah. We were, we were studying in Utah. And uh, then we graduated and, and uh, went south, did the Utah parks, um, jumped through Nevada to Southern California, worked our way up um, California, um, and then up to Oregon and Washington. By and now it's like when. July. It's July. So by um, the time we're driving to Alaska, it was August. So we spent yeah. all of August in, in Alaska, Alaska. and so, a little bit of September. Yeah. And, and it was just starting to get a little cooler up there mm-hmm. and we, we hit fall. We hit fall early, obviously in, in Alaska and kind of, we feel like we had kind of an eternal fall because we rode... <laughs> We rode fall from Alaska mm-hmm. all the way down through Maine and then like just started getting into winter like once we well so so I guess that kind of skips some stuff. So we went from Alaska down um back to Glacier and um Yellowstone the Dakotas and uh then we we so I'm a I'm a big baseball fan and so we and, and my team is actually the Chicago Cubs. Sorry, St. Louis friends. Did they? But, did they beat us today? I no, was, it's they, tied three three. Is it going on day. right now? I yeah, it's opening day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Bottom of the ninth. Anyway, yeah. We'll keep you updated. Not not that we're following the game while we're <laughs> while we're talking to you. No worries. So, you guys but, uh, are awesome. It was it was really cool because um, we we were able to time it to where playoffs were going on, and so I was like, we just need to you know, just hang out in Chicago for a little bit. And we were in the city when they won the World Series and it was just like an epic, epic life moment to add on to the trip. That's but amazing. That's yeah. beside the point. Then we we, we So by then it's um October. No, it's November first. Oh, yeah. well, first yeah. first week of November sure. we leave Chicago. Yep. And we go um to Maine. Ohio, then Maine. Um and just still kind of riding fall at this point. It was the leaves were just um, peeking out and, um, then went, went down and that's kind of when we hit kind of like the non-ideal time for some of the East coast parks. And so we, we feel like we didn't do some of those parks justice. Um, that's why if you bumped the trip up like a few couple months and tried to hit the East coast for peak fall, that yeah. would be the best. Mm-hmm. But or you didn't we, take two weeks in Chicago for the whole yeah. series. <laughs> I, I wouldn't trade that. So that was, we were on the East coast probably, what was it? It was November. Yeah. Um, pretty much all of November. And then 
um, by December we were in Texas. We cut across yep. and we skipped Florida um, because of Zika virus. Mm-hmm. So we would have gone, pregnant. yeah. So we would have gone to Florida, which would have been perfect for December. That's so nice. But um, yeah, so we skipped that and headed straight to Arkansas, then Texas, and then flew home for Christmas and then after Christmas we picked up back in Texas and spent um, January in the like southwestern parks of Texas and um, well, New Mexico, New Mexico. Arizona uh-huh. which our coldest our coldest nights of the trip were actually in the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. it was freezing it was yeah. probably it was like negative four sometimes yeah. was, oh my yeah. gosh Woo. Yeah, so cold. Um, yeah. that was pretty gnarly um, and we did not see that coming. I always thought the Grand Canyon was so hot, but there's actually snow there when we were there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, then we finished up um, all of the Colorado parks in February. And then by then... Which we- actually isn't as bad as it sounded. We were like, oh my gosh, if it's this cold in Arizona, like we are going to freeze in Colorado. But it, it wasn't bad. We ran into some, some a bit, pretty, pretty decent sized blizzard, I guess, in, in Rocky Mountain. But uh, but other than that, it was it was pretty mellow. It was like spring came early. We yeah. got really lucky, so it was okay to be in Colorado in February, and then that's where we ended. So we'll be hitting the island parks, uh, oh, and then Florida and Isle Royale this summer. So yeah, awesome. So it's almost a year and counting. So that's yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. How long did it take you guys? So we finished in in about I guess fifty weeks. It, we two, just two weeks shy of a year, I guess. So we left like August in the middle of August, and we got back like August first. Nice, that's awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, so just under a year. Um, and yeah, our timeline though was kind of like we also agreed like we we wish we would have had more like closer to two summers because uh-huh. I feel like that's the key for a lot of those mountain parks. Like we hit Glacier. And and Mount Rainier and all the, basically most of the mountain parks too early. Yeah, Lassen Volcanic, North Cascades, all everything in the Pacific Northwest was well, you know we need to go back. Like and you our said. our thing was like we weren't very smart about it, but we well we thought we were being smart about it. We looked up all of the average temperatures for all of the places, and that's kind of how we made a, a route. But we yeah. did not take into consideration snowfall and like the snow, the roads being closed still. So the temperature was great, <laughs> but we couldn't get anywhere. So yeah, so we were, I guess, um, Yosemite. We were we were in Yosemite in like March, and then basically all of the other mountain parks from there. We were it was pretty snowy still. So yeah. that's that's leaves a lot of unfinished business for us too. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, it, to be honest, it kind of makes me feel a little bit better that you guys feel like you need to go back to some of the parks because that's what we do. I don't know. Yeah, right. and when we when we went like when we went to Biscayne in Florida, they didn't they didn't have a ferry service that was going out to the islands. So so we live like thankfully there's a stretch of te- uh, technically it's the national park uh, land on the coast, but oh. otherwise we like we didn't even get out to the to the Keys there, and so oh. because there wasn't a ferry service going out there and like Congaree we went right after a big huge floods were coming through and so all of the trails except for a quarter mile of the boardwalk was op- were closed we're completely oh underwater so we have a lot of parks we want to go back to for sure yeah and, and that and that's part of it you know that's part of like jamming all right all places into one year you know and and I mean 
sometimes we feel kind of bad about it, but I mean, there, there's really no way around it. You're not going to nail every single part with perfect timing and perfect, you know, everything, you know, that's, right. that's, that's the definition of adventure, right? Something has to go wrong. For sure. Yeah. On that note, kind of to finish up, what advice would you have um, for people who are, you may be considering taking a big trip like this, maybe national parks, maybe not, um, maybe quitting their jobs, maybe just trying to squeeze in more adventure in their normal lives. What, what kind of advice do you have based on your experiences? Um, well, first of all, just, just do it. Um, <laughs> if, you know, if you, if you have that itch, if you have that desire, if that is one of your goals or in like one of the things that you want to change about your life, then, then do it, you know? And I think that's one of our big messages that we at least try to try to push is not necessarily like, look, everybody needs to live on the road or take this awesome trip that we took, but it's like, you need to find, you know, what you're passionate about and then, you know, do it. And and if that means taking a pretty big leap of faith, like quitting your job and, you know, telling your in-laws that you're going to move into an RV and, and whatever, or if it means like going to med school or writing a book or, you know, fill in the blank, but they, they just, you know, it sounds corny, but like follow your dreams and do what you want to do. And, uh, and if it feels good, keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And just as far as like planning a really big road trip, I would say just plan and plan and plan as much as you can, as much as possible. And then you kind of just got to roll with whatever after that. Like you do your best and then... Let some of it go. <laughs> yep. And you just have to have expectations of, you know, kind of letting the road take its course and the journey, um, just enjoy it. And not everything will go according to plan and that's okay. And um, just really trying to, you know, live... Um, each moment like to the fullest because sometimes with these big um, long trips you can sort of get ahead of yourself and start planning you know parks in advance and stressing about like where you're going to be next and how you're going to get there and well okay we need to hurry up and get to this place but I think I don't know we just at some point we needed to we realized we just needed to let it go a little bit and um, just enjoy ourselves and like be in that moment and and not be worrying constantly about the next but i don't know what else what advice would you give mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah don't don't uh underestimate places that maybe you don't know anything about like the mm-hmm. dakotas or maine or That's texas so you know just we, don't judge just embrace it and go I for f- it i feel like every time we did that we were so surprised with with what we found we just i mean we're just like oh what south dakota like what the heck's in south dakota and then we were just blown away with some of the rocks and the in the, the places that we found and, and the people we met and it was just it's just you'll be if, if you let yourself, you will find really, really cool places and cool people and and, and cool beauty. people. I think that I don't know. Another thing that we sort of learned from this trip is just how inherently good people are, and how there really are so many amazing and so supportive people. when of of dreams and yeah, and, people yeah. were so supportive of us wherever we went and. I think that sometimes like the world is made out to be a big scary place but what we found is it's actually like a lot more 
I don't know, it's just, it's smaller than you think, and it's more close than you think, and people are more similar than you think, you know, like, we, we all have hopes and dreams, and we all want to feel, you know, joy in life, and we want love and adventure, and all these things, and like, we're, I don't know, we're all kind of in a similar journey, and people were really good to us, and so I think the world isn't a big, bad, scary place as, you know, people make it out to be. We've, we found it is so beautiful and it can be so welcoming and and full of love so amen yeah (laughs) i totally agree yeah we we just found so much of that as well it was just so encouraging and you don't you don't find that in until unless you get out and put yourself out there and just be open to those experiences and those people you guys will love the people of American Samoa, by the way. So oh, embrace yeah. them because they are wonderful human beings, all I'm of them. So excited. excited. Probably the most hospitable um, country we've ever been to. And that's awesome. Yeah, just really awesome people there. So I think that's an awesome note to wrap up on. Uh, but just before we go, where can our listeners find you guys and keep following your adventures? Because there is going to be a new edition that I think everybody <laughs> will be excited to follow. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at RV Adventures, O-U-R-V-I-E Adventures. And we also have our blog, RV.com. And... yeah. Those that's, are the two places, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we have a secret YouTube channel that we don't really, like, talk about that much, but some people have found it, and they're basically, like, glorified home videos, and they're pretty goofy, so if you're into that, we have our YouTube channel, which is also RV Adventures, but, yeah, definitely, um, we love um, all the support, and we love interacting with people in these awesome communities and if anyone ever has any further questions um about anything we would love to um help anyone out who is interested in this journey so we're all in this together all right well thanks case and madison it was so good to talk to you guys yeah, yeah, it was thanks awesome for thanks for having, having us on. you guys rock all right there you have it our interview with case and madison Um, I hope you guys go check them out because, like I said, their stuff is amazing. They have a lot of awesome resources on their website, including an ebook and an online course as well. So go check out some of their content and also, of course, follow them on Instagram at RV Adventures and you will not be disappointed. Um, So thank you guys so much for checking us out today. We will be back next week, like I said, to, to begin our series on budgeting for your National Parks trips. And what better way to kick that off than by starting with our top 10 favorite, mostly free, ranger programs. So that's what we'll be talking about next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to share us with a friend, give us a rating on iTunes, or find us on social media. And you can always get additional National Parks videos, posts, guides, and more on our blog at switchbackkids.com. Switchbacks out.